My name is Mark Fratto, and I'm the voice of the Washington Commanders at FedEx Field. You're listening to the Command This Podcast with Steve, Dev, and Phil. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls all around Commanders Nation. Thank you for joining us on this lovely, lovely Thursday evening for our weekly live stream. That was our boy Mike Frado on the introduction. I am Steve. I'm joined by my fellow co-host down below, Mr. Dev. And over to my left, which doesn't feel right on the screen, we got Phil. What's good, fellas? Lots, cracking. Of, lots of activity since last Thursday. Things happened in the past week. Uh, uh, a few things did happen. That's right. We'll let the chat populate there for a little bit. Um, we've had some some a lot of coaching moves. We at the last last <clears throat> last week's live stream, we did have a coach identified. It actually happened that day. I think if I'm not mistaken. So um, Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn, it is. So what we're going to do today is talk talk a lot about dan quinn uh, we're going to go through the press conference that he just had um on monday, monday monday tuesday i'm not sure i'll pull it up here and then some some notes we're going to take we had we took along the way that we want to talk about with everybody and then uh we'll talk some coordinator stuff uh the staff he's bringing on and and what it all might mean for the, the number two overall pick because that's what we all care about right at the end of the day, that's what we all care about. So, yes. Let's, let's say hi to a couple people in the chat. Jay Martell, what's cracking? Thank you for joining us from YouTube. And if you're watching some YouTube, please make sure you roll over there. Uh, hit that like and subscribe button. We would greatly appreciate it for those who do always join us. We know you We know you like this show. Um, so, thank you very much. Tia, our girl Tia. What's up, Tia? Hope you're having a good evening. Also, join us from YouTube. Say Hey fellas, hey! I don't, I don't know if that's your voice or not, but uh, thank you for joining. Rivers, what's up, Rivers? Always, always here. The faithful every week. We appreciate you. Yam in Japan, Yam Sensei. So I'm about to start class, guys. We'll catch up 45, 50 minutes if it's still going. Looks like we're shaping up to develop Caleb or Drake. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, yeah, eh, eh, eh. yeah. I don't know. I have some 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 other opinions that might go along with that um maybe Jaden daniels but we, we will talk about that as we go along ryan elias og ryan uh says dan seemed like a cool ass dude that pressure made me feel better about the pick yeah you know trying to trying to support dan with the backwards hat today you know he, he's a backwards hat kind of guy he's got this he's a slang he, he if you notice yeah, that, I, he, I, he, I turned the bucket hat around <laughs> so that counts so that counts um todd samuel thank you for joining us todd we, we we appreciate you uh hopping in as always and for all the engagement in the group and i like i said the deal still stands you got to join us live stream for the draft and if we do draft Jaden daniels we will give away a Jaden daniels jersey once they come out and we will do that on this live stream through the hashtag process, which would be a random selection of people watching this show. Uh, so, so that will happen if Jaden Daniels is picked by the Washington Commanders with 
whatever first round pick that they have. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Uh, this is when we go to Phil to talk about uh, who's in the chat here. Um, Quentin Strader. Quentin Strader. Hey, Quentin, if, do us a favor, bro. If you go to the top of this of this of this post, hit the Streamyard link, and that way it'll 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 populate and give uh, the stream permission to see your name, so we can uh, give you credit, Quentin. But you said I don't live here. I don't, excuse me. I don't love the hire, but I don't hate it. I couldn't tell you who I want to be the coach. I'm just tired of losing. Tired of not developing players tired of not being an attractive place to bring new talent into tired of being the talk of the town in a negative way yeah man i, I think we nah, are man, you're not talking about it in a negative way that's the way <laughs> come on man that that's a given though we're <laughs> always the talk of the town in a negative that's a way that's a lame ass Muslim wizards bro they, uh, you know I, I can't disagree with I'm you a fan, by the way so. yeah I mean, we know you are i can't can't disagree with you uh, so Quentin, but thank you for joining us, bro. We we appreciate it. Um, hey, Miss Parker. Hey, <laughs> hey. Parker, Miss Parker. Good point. Miss Parker. No, Monique. Monique's Miss Parker. Tia. Tia says I have COVID. I'm mad. I am sorry. I hope you are doing yeah, well. still COVID still out there. You are the only person on in America walking around with lung aids right now. I had, no one else had COVID. I had COVID last yeah, December uh, and didn't tell y'all. I was just on the podcast. Phil just I, had it. He <laughs> was uh, going around giving it to everybody. You got it from Phil, huh? You got it from Phil? <laughs> Don't say that. Lucky me. Um, <laughs> Todd's talking about trade Sam to the Raiders. Oh, uh, Todd, Todd can only talk about two things. Um, you know, the, the way... One of them is getting rid of Sam. Um, and the other thing Todd could talk about is that he hopes that there's a Jane Daniel video that looks similar to the Drake one that apparently leaked in the past couple days. I don't know what that means. Oh, like Drake Drake. <laughs> yeah. Like he, wa- he wants he wants he wants to see if Jade compares. I think so. Oh man. <laughs> Listen, it like I said it before. If if they decide they don't they don't want Sam, you can move him for anything more than a fifth. I would consider it. I know he's under contract. He's cheap. You got two more years on him. He could be a backup quarterback. He'd be one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league. But whoever you know. our QB one is, I want it to be who the coaching staff wants. Period. You might want you might want to hold on to this motherfucker because quarterback hurt every year. That's true. That That's right. Browns be in a situation again, man. You be like, hey, guess who? We should have traded a. Uh, Brisket to uh, the Browns when they asked for him. I mean, he was on a one-year deal. I, I and then you didn't know what Sam was going to be. And I don't want don't Man, don't don't just, hit me with the he played better in the Jets game when Sam came out. We've already we've already come uh, afford that. They should have his ass off when the Browns. Jay up with all those the the play numbers and everything. Yeah. Um. Looks like who's saying what's that? Looks like that's William Patterson. Hey, for those who are coming no, up, with William Facebook, Lawrence, William, 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 William Lawrence, Lawrence, George Sunil. Um, is that Mac, Max, Max Stu Jones? Um, please make sure you guys click the top of the stream or link to give yourself permission so we can see you in the stream because uh, right now you're just coming up as a Facebook user. Um, it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a live stream unless Todd says Jaden Dan's in DC, so we we appreciate that. Give you a little, little bell click there. Um, Jay says, "Good thing I'm a Celtics fan. I'll be in that ship with y'all." Yeah, don't the Wizards, man. We're, we're down bad, bro. We we just traded uh, Daniel Gafford to the Mavs. 
didn't didn't okay, move wait. Kyle Kuzma. I don't want to get into Wizards talk because that would just be a, a we got five. We got five just, wait, 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 wait. I heard we got Gafford back. No, he went to see us into the Mavs. He's playing yeah. right now. He's on the bench right now. Yeah, we just got. Who's our reading on Twitter? Then hold on. I don't know. We ain't playing one starter. We got no starters yeah. and like two, three bench guys out. Dog, like we got guys. Yeah. They caught four guys up from G League to start this game, bro. They got Tosh Gibson starting. Yeah, let's tell you, they got a dude named Charlie Brown starting his first NBA game, bro. Out there today. Another Facebook user. I'm excited about the staffing situation. I can't see who that is or if that's on our uh, our page or or uh, another another location. But uh, please hit that streamer link so we can see who you are, get you credit, and uh, um, see where your your so we can see your name on the stream, bro. Um, Todd says Tia has been abusing me in the group. <laughs> get him, Tia. Get him, Tia. Don't 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 uh, show him, don't no him down. Get him. Get him. Yes, hit him with the. That's right. Hey, George, we appreciate you. He says, what's up, fellas? Join us from Facebook. How you doing, George? Always good to see you. Uh, please get rid of Sam. I believe this was Max Stu Jones. Hit that link at the top, man, so we can see your name, Mac. Um, I don't know if I could get rid of Sam either way, just because uh, it's a person under contract. It's a commodity. I, I don't think he's bad as everyone makes him out to be. He can definitely be a backup quarterback, if anything else. So People want him to be worse so that they can – feel more justified in getting a number two pick a quarterback because it just feels sexy. Yeah. You know, just remember not every 10 standing up is a 10 when you lay him down. What? Hold on. I got, I got, uh, I got to get Phil the, uh, shotguns. What's up? Shotguns are, uh, our Green Bay Packers fan stuck in Chicago, friend of the show. We appreciate you. Um, yeah, we're going to go through Dan, Dan Quinn's presser real quick here. Get on some high points. Rod, what's up, Rod? Uh, our our fellow uh, fellow founder, Raiders fan, uh, says, keep Sam remaining quarterback arguments. Don't send him to Vegas to troll me. Whoever said that shall be flocked. Hey, you know, we just, we just picked up uh, one of your coaches, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, don't, and we don't picked up the one you were supposed to get, too. Yeah, so appreciate that uh we gave you scott turner uh maybe we'll send you eric the as well <laughs> we, got cliff, we got cliff kingsbury we got we got cliff kingsbury so i read something today that uh cliff kingsbury was 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 looking to join the raiders but magic made it made him an offer he couldn't refuse magic johnson made him an offer he couldn't refuse i don't know if there's any validity to that uh, I heard that they they two year deal and wanted more than two years. Oh well, maybe that's an offer you couldn't refuse. Then so maybe it's not lying, but it's not <laughs> fully stretching this truth. What's up, Marcus? Join us from YouTube, Marcus Elin. Make sure you go follow Sports View Two on Facebook. Marcus putting out all the good content. Uh, so what's up, family? Todd Samuel seems like he's insecure about Jaden Daniels. I just love watching Marcus and Ty go back and forth about Jaden Daniels. It's kind of fun. I love Jaden Daniels. Hang on front. I mean, I'm starting to, I'm starting to be on the. On the uh, Marcus, in, in the decision of all questionable decisions, added Todd to Sports View 2, and it's now become Jaden View 2. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wanted, uh, I would, I'm starting to get on the Mage bandwagon, man. I've been reading a lot of good things and watching a couple of good videos on May. I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't be mad if we drafted them. I just think, I just think that Daniels has the higher upside. Yeah, and on Pat, on, uh, on McAfee show today, it was uh, Orlovsky, it was uh, 
Chuck Pagano and a couple other guys, man. They were they were tooting May's horn Matt, out there. I think so. he said that he would draft May number one. Yeah. Well, th- there is a I was listening to uh Greeny this morning. He had, you know, during the NBA trade deadline and they had a bunch of NFL guys on there and they were talking about how there's people in the Bears organization that like May as much and they said they would move down. They would do everything if there have been discussions on them moving down to two and Washington get rid of their two second round picks to trade up for one and swapping their first pick. Yeah. Watch, to trade up watch, for one. Well, you can get more picks out of it, I guess. Well, they'll, they'll get two first round picks out of it. I mean, if that's a win for the Bears if if they truly think May is as good as Caleb, or if they if they think that Fields is their guy, either or they, if they think if they think they're not going to take Caleb, that would probably be the move for them to make. I don't think they would ever want to move lower than three, though. I think maybe they'll still be able to get their quarterback if they want one at one or two. But I think three, it's over, dog. I think I think that if if they were let's say craziness happens, they pick um, they pick Harrison Jr. Right, the Bears number one. Let's just say the crazy shit happened. Do we do we trade the number two pick? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. Yeah. listen, listen, listen. I don't want to get bogged down on drafts because that's that's at yeah. the end. We got it. We yeah. got to talk about this Dan Quinn. That's still, that's still uh, combine pro days, individual workouts. Yeah. Like so a lot can so change, fun. man. In there, yeah. But I've been hearing, I've been hearing the same thing. Like guys like May just as much now, man. And to be real honest, if they just kind of this year, maybe May did better than them. But I'm not. Look, man. You can tell me whatever you want about this season. I watched this Caleb guy be one of the top two or three players in college football for three years, bro. My eyes ain't lying to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying he ain't gonna be a bust because it could happen. We've seen him be great three or four years and he'll be a bust. But I'm saying that if anything's a sure thing in this draft, it's probably him and and Harris Jr. I mean, and Harrison Jr. If yeah. anybody you think is probably gonna be great, it's probably those two guys. Could be wrong. Obviously, you know, there's gonna be somebody in the fourth round that comes up and. Ends up being, you know, fucking Hill or somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll get through a couple more comments and then we're gonna get right to the some of the some of the high points for the the Dan Quinn presser. We're not gonna blow through the whole thing, but I think this is uh, William Lawrence. Please hit that link at the top, bro, so we can see uh, see your name on the stream. It says optimistic, optimistic can Kingsbury offense work in this type of of weather in the Northeast? Cold in December, cold. Uh, November through January. I, I don't well, know. By season three, we'll be building a new stadium. So, well, let's let's just hope that's true. Let's just hope that's very true. Uh, Tia says Eagles fans hate the dude we got from them. Brian Johnson. Uh, he was groomed to be coming up. Uh, he had a first year offensive coordinator struggled, um, but we'll talk about that here in a second. Deluxe. Thanks for tuning in. It's a very good day so far. Staff's coming together nicely. Add. Keep adding and gel. Rod says, defensive coach, God is keeping me locked to some to Washington somehow. I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know, Rod. I, I, don't, I, I, heard, I heard y'all pick up Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, your your current head coach, your new newly signed official full-time head coach is a former Washington linebacker. Yeah. Mike Golding, Facebook. Thanks for tuning in. Says they can have Kingsbury. Nah, man, we we need Kingsbury. Uh, we they're already have the, Kingsbury. They're running the air raid offense. They hired Brian Johnson from the Eagles, who mentored Jalen as he came into his prime before last year. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's setting the stages for. I don't know. I'm not gonna say the name. Wow. We'll talk about it later. It might be, but but yeah. you can put you can put 
Caleb Williams in that mold too. Yeah. Dominique wow. Tatum, thanks for Facebook. Thanks for joining, man. Click the stream yard link at the top of this post so we can see your name on the stream. He says, you, you'll just don't trade up in the draft no matter what. Hail. H-E-T-R. Man, I, I mean, I wouldn't be upset about it, but I don't think we should. I don't think we should trade. Even if they offered that, give us those uh, for us two number twos. The book says the book says it's only worth a third to move up one spot in the first round, though. The book says that the NFL trade. Yes, but Chicago Chicago is stupid to trade with us. They should trade with New England at three because it costs no, way more to go from three to one. Go, two to one, it costs nothing. It costs yeah, a second round. Three, you don't at three at three. There's you no don't point. get one of the you don't get one of the premier talents at three. You can if miss out. Bears, if the Bears don't want, okay, who we want. Why are we even bothering to trade with them? They're the only no, I think, thing that I think, matters I think, right now. I think they're saying May and Caleb are neck and neck. They're saying they could go either way. There's people in the building that want Caleb. There's people in the building that want Drake. So they're yeah. saying it's if they like, want Drake, if they want Drake, trade down, pick up two additional second-round picks. That's a win for the Bears if that's who they want. This does but, feel this does feel like Luck and uh, uh, and RG three all over again. It definitely yeah. feels like that. Because it feels like it feels like uh Eli Manning and Michael Vick too, wasn't it? Those two guys came out. But there was no third wild card. It was just two, and that was it. And then it was everybody else. Then there was. I don't. I think there's no wild card. Honestly. I think it's going to be one, two. It's going to be May. No, Jaden is the wild card, man. You don't know what people. I don't think. I don't think Jaden's going too, bro. I wish. Yeah. All I right, we're getting we're getting off topic again. That that let's save that for the end. A long right? time away. Yes, it, it is a long time away. All right, so we're going to go through uh, brief to a couple points of the, the Dan Quinn press conference here. Uh, he, he made a couple uh, key points that, that we, we can talk about here as we go along, and uh, let's just go ahead and do that. So the first thing is, uh, you know, Kime talked to him and, and talked about, you know, what, what, have, what have you learned from being the, um, the coach of the, the, the Falcons? So just listen to this real quick. I'm Kime, ESPN. You said, if I get another shot, here. the lessons you learned. What are some of the key lessons that you learn to apply that you can apply here? Yeah, that's awesome one, John. I think first and foremost, um, in leaving there, I wanted to make sure I did a 360 to find, you know, what would be some potential blind spots, you know, that I did and in a good way of trying to take on too much at times. And so that's why for me coming into, you know, when I was looking to, if I got another shot, there were a couple things that I wanted to find. One, you know, was from the ownership side, a team that support, you know, the general manager side to be in lockstep and have a partner with, and then the third part, you know, was like a fan base that was really wanting to go get after it. The lessons for me was, man, be right. You know, it's the players and the team. And it came from a good place of trying to help and solve problems. But make sure, keep the main thing, the main thing, John. And uh, I had some time to test that. And All right. So <clears throat> high point right there. So he's talking about Arthur Arthur Blank, the, the, the Falcons owner. So <clears throat> Mr. Dimitrov, the former GM who was with Dan Quinn in, 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 in uh, Atlanta, was on no he was he was with he was dan quinn's gym in atlanta dimitrov i don't know yeah, where he was he was in before he went to atlanta, yeah. yeah and so <clears throat> he even said on the show that arthur blank was blind uh, was uh <clears throat> short-sighted you know they had just went to the super bowl the following year they, they, you know they struggled then they went zero and five and they cut him they fired him they were not looking long term uh, they were looking very short-sighted so when dan quinn said i'm looking for <clears throat> ownership and management to be on the same page and that's that's what him him harrison and Adam and talking about the vision will be linked together. He wants no responsibility with getting personnel. He just wants to provide a vision. Let Adam Adam Peters fill that vision. So I, I thought that was a pretty good um, 
So, in other words, the coach is going to coach and the general manager is going to generally manage. How about that concept? Like, that's that's a noble concept, right? I'm, that that actually, I remember listening to that and that struck me. And it also struck me because there seemed to be a level of self-reflection on his previous coaching period. Yeah, learning, right? That I don't remember hearing from Ron Rivera. Yeah. When he yeah, came Rivera had now, Rick, that was four years ago. I maybe he said something. He, he never said what me. I did bad in Carolina, though. Never once, Phil. You're right. Never once. I don't remember him saying I I, I fucked this up in Carolina. I fucked that up in Carolina. You know, no, none of that. And yeah. I think that he is pretty much telling you that he knows that to be successful, he needs to stay in his lane, which yeah. means that everybody's going to be in lanes. There's going to be a hierarchy and a structure. I like this so far. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next one is uh, talking about why why he thought the Commanders was was the right fit. Dan, um, you've you've had interviews in I think each of the last two off seasons. What made this the right time for you to make this move and with this team? You know, Nikki, I thought um, coming in, um, you know, as a coach who has done it before, um, I knew then what I was looking for. You know, I think when you're first going through it as a first time. You, you got to go get it and you got to go take it. After you've been through the experience, you want to make sure that you can align it exactly like you want to do to go kick ass. And so that's what I was, you know, looking for specific markers because he, he cursed. <laughs> he cursed. But but I do appreciate it. I'll finish that up here. If I wasn't going to find them then I wasn't going to do it and I desperately wanted to. But if the markers weren't in line to say hey, this alignment between ownership, general manager, the club, um, I wouldn't have. So when this one was here, um, it was please call. So he knew. He knew she was the one, right? I think that's what he was trying to say in in, in, a, in much better terms. Um, this, this next comment is probably a little more uh, discussion worthy. It's what personnel stood out when you first looked at this team? And I... I didn't give me the answer that I expected, but we'll, we'll talk about this answer here. So this is about what personnel he stood out to him when he first analyzed the team. Um, a couple of questions for you. One, as you looked at the personnel on this team, what kind of stood out to you as I can work with that, I can make that work? Yeah, I thought um, first side, I'll start with the defense because that's, you know, unfortunately that's sometimes where my eyes go first. But I would say, uh, man, was I impressed, you know, by the inside of the defense, you know, with the defensive tackles and knowing that it starts up front on both sides, man, it's, you know, defensive line and offensive line. So that was the spot that jumped out to me, you know, with the defensive tackles and then the skill, you know, at receiver. And you have to have elite players on the edge for the matchup. So when they come, David, you know, that's when you got to go attack. So those would have been the two things that jumped out to me. I certainly, you know, played against the club. So I know about more of the offensive players and game planning and studying, but uh, this receiving group, you know, really had skill and they would test you and push you and find matchups. And so that to me of guys, uh, that's where it stood out to me first. Uh, number two. Okay. So it was defensive line, the defensive tackles and the receiving group. Was that a surprise to anybody? No. Yeah. That one, I was like, okay, this is, this is the generic answer. We all knew those were the, the strengths. Yeah, he 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 said, you know, edge rushers. We don't have them. I think he was talking about Montez and Chase there for for a hot second. But then he talked about the receiving core, which is now really just down to Dotson and um, Terry. So, are you guys down? Go there. 
Die Droppy Brown, the Droppy Brown. Is that who it is? Ben says he got his experience, lost focus, relied on himself, and waited for the opportunity. He says recalibrate. So we're going to talk about that here in a second. I don't want to spoil that, but that's one of the next comments coming up. So now we're going to talk about um, they ask him a question about is he is he going to be calling plays? So if you're curious about what what is his philosophy about calling plays, just uh, check it out. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> um, Ben Standing with the Athletic. Uh, Dan, welcome to town. Um, f- for you, uh, in terms of this new opportunity, how, how do you see yourself? I guess what type of coach are you ultimately going to be? Are you going to be calling plays? Do you see? Obviously, you're, you're familiar with your defensive coordinator. How will sort of that collaboration work as well? Yeah, I think the big thing to to get across, like. The essence of a head coach is to put it all together. It's not to be an offensive coach or a defensive coach or a special teams coach. Like, it's everything. And that's what the essence is of the job. It's the chemistry. It's the messaging. It's the play style. It's the attitude. It's the swagger. Like, that's my number one job to make sure all of this comes together. It, do you guys think Ron did did was two hands off? So he let Jack run the full defense. He let... EB run the full offense, and there was no synergy to bring it all together. Do you, do you think? No choice because they, he does everything. The guy who I mean, he hired the concession guys, bro. I know. Like the motherfucker, they had Ron named the motherfucking team, bro. Like he was doing way too much shit, you know, for for uh, a guy who's supposed to be a head coach to do. And it's insane. Yeah, yeah. of course he yeah. delegated some shit to. Del Rio, who who's been a head coach, an actual good head coach in his time, you know, you should be able to give those guys uh, some 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 authority, or right. some uh, some right to do some changes, man. I mean, it, his it, I think the thing that he was sent there to do was fail, bro. I think he was sent there to fail until the new owner came. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it, I don't think there's a coach in the NFL that would have succeeded in those four years that Ron was there. Not one. I don't care if you got Belichick, Kyle, Shanahan, no one. All of them would have had one or two years when we went to the playoffs, just like he did, and failed. Still had that, get that fired with a new guy. And Snyder stink on him. Um, right. Yeah, right. Uh, next one, he's going to talk about quarterback. So let's hear what they what they say about the quarterback. Yeah, and that's when I'm at my best. And so that's what I'll do. And uh, for you and Adam, obviously, quarterback is such an important position in this sport. You guys may have the opportunity to draft one in the first round, and Sam Howell ooh, 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 is here ooh. as well. How much of your conversations were about what happens at quarterback and how, how important is Cliff to whatever it is you guys uh, plan to do with that position? Yeah, I'll take that one. If you okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, really, we just got started, Ben. So we haven't even had discussions yet as the staff with that. Uh, obviously, it's the most important position on the field, and we're going to put a lot of time into it. But as of now, we haven't even got started on that one. Same. Okay. Complete lies. <laughs> by the way, by the way, our owner looks like a Scooby Doo villain. I don't give a shit what anybody says, bro. If it wasn't for these pesky little kids, I would have got away with yeah. it. I would have got away with it when fucking kids in that dog getting out of that van all day. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. But Scooby Doo. So the Adam Peters gave gave the mature political answer that they haven't looked at it. I would argue clearly they have because you're formulating a staff, especially an offensive staff around something you want to plan to do, whether that's with the guy you have now and Sam or one of the, the three draft picks that you're going to get in the second round pick. So clearly you've done some talk about the quarterback. That's all I'm saying. Do you guys remember who else they interviewed at offensive coordinator? Do we know who else 
Was there anyone announced? They interviewed an offensive coordinator. I don't. I don't uh, Chip Kelly, I thought. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, he was. We he interviewed yeah. for head coach. Uh, clearly, he probably that was probably considered for for that as well. Chip but. Kelly. Yeah, I don't know if they ever actually interviewed Chip Kelly. Did they? I think they did. You know, what's, rumor, I, I wonder. Know. I wonder if Eric Bianney was held that long just in case maybe Ben Johnson wanted him, or or Dan Quinn wanted him. But it's kind nah, of Dan Quinn, kind of Dan Quinn didn't want to fire him the first Dan day he Quinn, got the job. Dan bro. Quinn did say in the interview that he did talk to EB, but he told EB it's, it's still you're not, not doing it here. You, 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 you should have let him go for earlier so he could have competed with all was there six openings? Seven there's seven a, openings. There, there's a there's a plan, bro. There's a plan. Some well, something's playing for that. There's there's a, a, listen, there was there's a plan A and a plan B and a plan C. Uh-huh. I feel like mm-hmm. that the I feel like that they don't if you ever seen the if you ever seen the movie Red October, Fred Thompson has a great line where he says Russians don't take a dump without a plan. Yeah, I think that applies to our front office. There you That's go, Red, Red October, Sean yeah. Connery. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Our front office doesn't take a dump without a plan and a plan back a backup plan and a backup behind a, yeah. a backup. Uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking if I'm thinking uh, EB has a plan. I think that he goes. I'm sure EB yeah. is like the dude. EB is like the, the the woman that keeps going back to their baby's daddy, man. Every time, you know, uh, I, and that's what's gonna happen. Him and Josh McDaniel, by the way, they always go back to the baby daddy, dog. Andy Reid, the new boyfriend, every time. Yeah, hey, man. He he was already at the AFC Championship game last week, talking yeah, in the locker room. He, he, he did the install. Yeah. Have you seen yeah. that? He did the install. That's yeah. wild. That's wild. No one. He was still contracted for us. I wonder if that's like tampering. But I'm pretty sure they let him do it. I'm pretty sure they didn't let him. Right. Yeah. Or yep. I might not give a fuck. I'm stupid. They gonna fire him twice. Yep. Uh, Ryan said, "Love how uh, Peter took over the and put, took took over it, not to put pressure on Quinn." Yeah, that was a that was a very mature. That's what I said earlier. Like to see him do that was very mature, and I I appreciated him saying, "Hey, you mind if I take this?" So he, I would he, just be like, "I really do." Yeah, I really do. What is going to what is going to be Dan Quinn's things? We don't know yet. Uh, all I know is I want to I want to go to Dairy Queen and I want to have a blizzard with Dan Quinn. That's what that's what I want to do. Make it Dan happen. Dan Quinn looks like a junior rep at my job, bro. Looks like that's no. what he does. Dan hey. Quinn looks like a dude who's got a case of uh, of of bush light sitting yeah. somewhere. Hey, look at this. Deluxe said Dev was 100% right. He had to do stuff no other coach has been asked to do. No coach would have right. excelled. Yeah, I, I agree. The yeah. name change, the nonsense, all that nonsense, man. He had to deal with it. So, yeah. That yeah. motherfucker named the kid in love. He named the baby in balance, I know. though. He, he shouldn't have had so much of a say on the name of this team, but they also thought that he was going to be here for a long time. So, oh, I, I, I get it. Contract still had another year left on it. It did, it did, it did. Um, uh, yeah, man, we thought he's going to KC too. Okay, the next one, uh, it's about why he chose Cliff Kingsbury and Joe Witt Jr. So check it out. I'm 48 with the Washington Post. Welcome to D.C. Um, why Cliff and Joe? Well, I think um, I'll take you back a bit. And so when you're getting prepared for this, you don't, you're not sure what job you're going to get. You know, you're, you're thinking, okay, this – you know, opportunity, this opportunity. So it's a little different than being on their side where they were going to select, where on the coaching side, you were going to see where would be a good fit. And the coaching staff would be the fit irregardless of where you went. 
Okay. So for me, selecting the guys, no matter place what. that I would be able to potentially coach didn't have to do with, did they have a quarterback or cap space or any of that? It was ownership and general manager and fan base and what you could create together because cap space changes. I was looking to say, how could we do something long-term to kick ass for a long time and continue to play well, not just because they had. So for the record, I think that's the third or fourth time he says kick ass. So maybe kick ass is going to be Dan Quinn's thing. You know, we had we had I really do for Ron. Maybe oh, maybe I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Dan seems to be a guy who knows that phrases matter. Cause we heard be where your feet are from him. We heard kick ass, let's get this thing rocking. Like, yeah. dude definitely likes to speak in those quick motivational. Sound clips. Yeah, he's hip to the game. Sounds like a UAW union worker, though. I mean, a union rep. He looks like we got the union rep goatee and everything. Hey, yeah. Nobody rocks a goatee anymore, by the way. Nobody does it anymore. Except for Dan Quinn. Marcus said uh, Dan Quinn had an interview and he gave a glowing review of Sam Howell and Cliff Kingsbury offensive system. Benefits Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jane Daniels, and. Sam Howe. I don't know. It remains to be seen, Marcus. Thank you for, for, for saying that. That would be crazy. It would be crazy because Dan Quinn got to see Sam twice last year he and did. once the year before. So technically, no defensive coach has seen Sam Howe more than Dan Quinn. That that that's true. Yeah. That, that would be insane. Or Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson saw him, but as not as a defensive guy, he was an offensive guy. So you're right. As a defensive guy, he and saw him. Played, he saw him play good against him, too. And maybe that's twice. why he wasn't sold on Eric Bieniemy. <laughs> that's why he got fired. He's like, yeah. Like, hold up. I've watched enough tape on this kid to, to stop him. You know, I know what he can do. Right. Yeah, it might. I mean, look, I'm not saying that's what it is. But I am saying that right now, it's a clean slate. Yeah. No. All possibilities are on the table until they start getting taken off. Yeah. Sam, so so Sam Samuel to the world, you got to keep this in mind as a possibility. For the rest of us, we have to keep in mind that anything's a possibility. We could trade for uh, Justin Fields. We could draft Jaden Daniels. We could trade back. We could get Michael Penix in the second round or something. There's a lot of different things that could happen. Because it's all clean slate. We can't sit here and look at what Ron Rivera did for four years and try to project that upon what Dan Quinn's going to do in the coming offseason. Yeah, we, we just right. don't know. Um, Douglas Paul, Washington II, my boy Donato says, Happy Thursday, fellas. Got the whole fam tuning again to our TV while we eat dinner at after soccer. Thank you for tuning in to you, Paulina, and the little ones. Thank you, Doug. Appreciate you, man. Um, Ben says, I want to know what surprises Dan Quinn has up his sleeve that Josh Harris said. I don't know. Todd says, uh, Al Harris didn't get promoted to DC of the Cowboys. Because and, and why crazy that the Cowboys blocked it? Because you know, we requested to interview Al Harris to bring him over, uh, but the Cowboys blocked us, which is so you can other teams can block their coaches from interviewing with other teams if it's a lateral. Unless it's a promotion, they can't block it. So if it's a lateral, they can block it. Which so he, is think, he didn't think that he didn't think that dude was worth a promotion. A promotion, and why bring him over? I, I mean, I, and, you, and number two, listen. And number two, why would the Cowboys block a dude who wanted to leave for the same job? Why would you want that motherfucker on your team, bro? Like, if you, if you tell me if I own like Walmart and you, somebody, my worker, come to me and say, 
hey, boss, I'm going to go over to Target and interview for the same job. Yeah. Nah, man, you do it. Nah, I'm going to take your books and take your bags with you, bro. Yeah. That makes no sense. I, maybe it's just me. but Maybe it is just you, Dev. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of things. A lot of things are probably just me. Yeah, I don't know who this is. Uh, Facebook user once again, Johnny Brockman. Johnny Brockman, hit that streamer link at the top, brother, so we can see your name and put you on the screen. Says we need a quarterback without question, and please start building the offensive line. I don't care who the quarterback is without a good offensive line. Still four and thirteen. There you go. Good. Call. While, while you guys are in here, also, man, hit that share and that like button, man, and invite your friends over. We got some things coming up in the in the pipeline. We've been working on. It'll be good to be here when it goes down. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Meet me in the trail. It's going down. That's right. Uh, Todd said Sam peaked after those five games. Yeah, Ar- arguable. Uh, ben Harlow says, "Wonder if the team is ready for Dan earlier in training camp. Beanie was too mean and too tough on them." Yeah, I got mixed opinions about that. I, I, those players in the locker room got to go. Maybe just they were. Just, I think they just needed a fresh start, man. I don't know. Just a fresh start. Okay, uh, where were we? We were on uh, 36 minutes, so that was talking about why Cliff and Joe uh, Joe Witt Jr. Uh, did we get to Joe Witt on the on the on the? Uh, video? Uh, okay, I know very little next part is Joe Witt. One this or one that. So Cliff has always been somebody um, that I've kept up with. Um, years ago, we both coached in college, and uh, we first met each other at a, an award show, and just. Kind of hit it off on that time and then competed against each other i certainly followed his career you know through his time at tech and then into arizona and competing and so in the same way of why i wanted to hire kyle years ago like shanahan he was hard to go against he would stretch the field horizontally and vertically and going against cliff those same feelings you had this is going to be tough matchups for me so when i heard that comment i I was at first I thought of Eric Bieniemy. That's the first thing it made me think of. He just said, I, I I hired Kyle Shanahan because he was tough to go against. I hired Cliff Kingsbury because he was tough to go against. In the two games that we played against Dallas, you know, just reading you, if you remember, uh in, in week 12 on Thanksgiving, we lost 45 to 10 in the last game of the season. If you also remember, we lost 38 to 10. So we did not put up a good showing in either of those games uh, against the Cowboys. So remember, it's a what have you done for me lately league. That's what was fresh in his mind. That's what he remembered. But I think he's going to talk a little more about EB uh, as, as it goes on. But let's, let's see if we can get to Joe Witt. Speed, shots down the field, aggressiveness, boldness to go. And so as a coach, you were writing down some names. If this is something in your future that said, if I get that shot, this is somebody I would want to talk to. And so that's where the – the start came from him. Um, we're really pumped that he's going to be a part of it. Obviously, I know people talk about you know his acumen with quarterbacks, and that's proven. But he's also an excellent coach. He's not just you know a guy that's going to be with the quarterbacks the whole time. So I want to make sure I'm clear on that. And then with Joe, um, it's a little different because I had a chance There's to be Joe. shoulder to shoulder with him, you know, over the last three years in Dallas. And through that time, I've just seen the detail, the connection. Um, the play style, you know, and so to play good defense, you better be a good tackling team and you better know how to take the ball away. And those are two things Joe and, and the units that he was charged with have been excellent at. It- so there, there's your Joe Witt Jr. guy um, for our defensive coordinator. 
we, there was a joke. We, we used to joke with Ron. We were called ourselves the Commanders. And then when when he started hiring these people, Dan Quinn, we were I, I saw two schools of thought. Yam Yam gave me the Calmanders, and I said maybe the Command Boys. But it's it's just a joke. This is anywhere in life. If you go somewhere, you want to bring people you know, good people with you because you know how they operate. They know how you operate. And so you can be successful as a unit. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. We joked about it with Ron, but it was always a joke. That's just life. That's just life. If one of us got a crazy job doing something good, I mean, we would bring each other along here, you know. We we drag Phil. We we Phil would drag me out somewhere. Dev would drag me somewhere. You know, so that's that's just life. There's, there's nothing nothing wrong with that. Um, I give uh, give Phil a shout out. Marcus said Phil is right about everything is on the table. Boo 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 boo. Right, me, there's, there's so many options. Where's the air horn? There you go. I got this. I got this freaking guy who's like uh, quality at the end. He's a quality guy at the end of our line. Uh, every time he goes by, I hit the air horn on my phone. I was like, that's how Puerto Ricans uh, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, yeah. All right, now we're gonna go to uh 4515. We're gonna expedite this a little bit, and this Man, is about picking your own. I like who's this right here, Phil? Johnny Brock. Alaska. Hey, I'm with you on that. I, I mean, I'd rather go get Kirk because he's better than that dude. But yeah, I I, I wouldn't be mad if I got Russ. I like Russ too, man. I just don't like more Kirk. But yeah, I I like Russ. I would take Russ and then go get Marvin Marvin Harrison Jr. I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best player to draft. Bro. That does feel like a move you would make if you think you can win sooner, though. No, uh, Johnny Brock, man. Johnny Russ, Russ has got about eight years left in the league, dog. And you don't have to win right now, Russ. Dog. Russ yeah, like I'm about or something. the size of Russ's contract. His standing in the league, it's a move that it's a Ron Rivera move. It's a move you, two you, years, think, two you, years, you think you're ready to win right now. You go get the quarterback as the final piece. That's one two move. Years, alive million 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 a year. Two years, 35 million a year. You can get Russ in 40 million a year. You could get a uh, Kurt. They only want two year deals, bro. That's enough time to keep uh keep your boy behind them. How behind them to learn some shit, too. And it makes sense. If you want to have, go get Kurt or Russ. Two years. I mean, I mean, I, I ain't gonna get mad at that. I, I wouldn't like it. That's not what I want. But I get it. I get it. Especially since they are vehemently saying that we aren't starting over. They're all saying this is a, what they call it again. See what a rebuild, uh, recalibration, recalibration. Yeah, yeah. especially since they're calling it a recalibration year. And it's not a, re a uh, rebuild. So it might. I would that Baker Mayfield also was in that offense. Yeah, in that offense. for sure, for sure. And he's young, and he's yep. still in his twenties. So uh, there's a lot of ways you could you could do this. That's that's actually good. Uh, good. Yep. Good comment there. Doug. All right, let's hear a com quick comment about the uh, quarterback and then recalibration. And for the area. Steve. Steve Weiner, Associated Press. Dan, I know obviously you've got a lot of work to do, but like, how excited are you about being able to pick your own quarterback and kind of mold this roster and, and all the options you have in front of you? Well, I think, number one, I'm pumped because um, you get to do it with people that you want to share this vision with. And going into it, you know, like the team has excellent players, and that's job number one, to find those unique guys on our team and feature them into the right spot. So before you even get to the draft, there's the own club you know, here in our own house, you know, to evaluate and handle 
and then into free agency, you add some more, and then into the draft. So we're just getting rolling, and this wave is going to keep riding for a long time. But uh, we're just catching it right now. So as we're hitting it, it's first about our club and in-house. Then you expand some more into free agency because that ties into the draft. So conversations with Adam, you know, like, okay, you can spend on free agency here, but there's good depth at the position in the draft there. And that's the strategy and the acumen that he has of knowing which levers to pull based on free agency in the draft. But we want really tough, competitive-ass guys that are going to absolutely go for it. That's the trait. That's All right. Now we're going to go to quick uh, – it's not a rebuild – your words, not mine. I really like that quote from from Dan Quinn. Let's listen. Oh, what's the process of, of going through a rebuild and time frame wise? How do you want your team to kind of take shape during this rebuild? Your words, not mine. All right. So <laughs> I'm, I'm really honestly glad that you, that you brought it up. And I know it's a big topic. And I would say <clears throat> this is a recalibrate, you know, finding our north again. And that starts, you know, with our identity of our club. So. No, I, you will not hear me say the word rebuild at all. Um, this is about assessing what we have, how do we add to that, and then how quickly we can accelerate this process together. Now, how do you do that? Connection, staff, off-season, into training camp, and then ultimately putting all these guys to find the best group to help us go play as well as we can, as fast as we can. So uh, there is no timeline on that, um, but we will push it hard. There you go. So I, I think that's the crux of the of the Dan Quinn press conference. I think I think we hit the high points. I don't think we really missed anything uh, regarding the the Dan Quinn press conference. So, um, but yeah, real quick, let's just talk about Eric Bieniemy being out, Cliff Kingsbury being in. How do you guys feel about Cliff Kingsbury? You're Phil, let's start with you. I think it's an interesting pick. He's definitely yeah. known as a quarterback guru. Um, he likes his quarterbacks to be mobile and, of course, runs that air raid offense. Uh, people, here, here's the thing. Air raid offense is derivative off the run game. So that's such a novel concept to have a run game set up your pass. Um, doesn't necessarily mean we run a lot but it means that the run sets up the pass. The run is a not an afterthought, the way it kind of was in Eric Bieniemy's offense. So I think Cl- Kingsbury is competent in the position. I think he makes a better offensive coordinator than anything else. So I'm very interested to see what Kingsbury does, whether he goes Caleb, does he go Drake May, does he go Jane Daniels? Does he say, you know what, this Sam Howell kid's got all the tools I need for to run my offense. You know, I'm interested to see what he does. But I do think that as an offensive coordinator, that's a good position for him, for sure. Dev, what do you think of Cliff? I like Cliff. Um, I think he's a terrible coach. <laughs> well, a head coach. I, but I don't think it's, he's terrible because of his ability to draw plays. I think he's bad his, his ability to to know defenses and how to game plan around defenses for two halves. I think that him being an assistant coach works out in his benefit because he'll be able to focus on the quarterback and the plays at hand. Uh, the other stuff he doesn't have to worry about. I felt like his teams always started fast and ended at the end because he doesn't make adjustments offensively. He's one of those guys where the talent is talent. He tries to out-talent you every game. 
I think it could be a problem because we have a lack of talent. And, that, and that, that's how he played every game. Uh, if you ever watch him play, even in college, he just seemed to have always had the better talent, and he did the least with the best talent. I was actually amazed he got an Arizona job from college because it was crap in college as a head coach. But he had players that were nice looking at work, and they, and they added up a lot of points. So you can't take that away from him. It's just that even if you know the the the, the play is coming, he's still going to do it. That That's the only thing about him I, did, I never liked. That's why I wanted Chip Kelly, to be honest with you. He's very unpredictable. Gotcha. So you think like, the Kingsbury's good, but he, he, he's shown to be a little predictable in the past. Very predictable in all. In all he, he just It's one of those guys he lines up in the play is the play. It's not, it's not four or five different plays off one play. The play is the play. Where it's going is where it's going in the, in the, in that, in the air raid offense. Where it's going is where it's going. It's like mm-hmm. a two-read system, but where it's going is where it's going. There's no there's no it's not no like with, with for instance Kyle Shanahan when he ran right. the uh read option with Griff, it was all a lot of the formations looked very similar. They there and a lot of the plays ran off run and pass, ran off of it. So it was hard for the defense to get a read on what was happening. I, I get what you're saying, so Basically, you can kind of peg what the play is based off the formation. You know, well, maybe, maybe, and let's let's hope maybe he learned something about that along the way. He's still, you know, pretty pretty young guy. It's not like he's you know too too old to learn something new. Let's look at some of these comments. Ben Harlow says, "Good news is Dan Quinn says it all starts at the line on both sides of the ball. This is very true, and that's pretty much how football works." You know, you need to be able to win in the trenches. You need to be able to protect the quarterback, open up lanes on offense. You need to be able to collapse the pocket and close those lanes on defense. So, no, you're absolutely right on that. He pointed out Steve was right. Washington got ass whipping, and Dan Quinn remembers the wide receivers and D-line. Um, talking about Dan Quinn. Uh, Todd Samuel, last question. Austin Eckler to D.C., Maybe well, we're good. I think we're good at running back, but but like I said, we're very we're not good at uh, good players in skill positions. He would be the best player on the team. To me, that's a luxury pick, a luxury pickup, but he, not he'd be the best player on the team. Then we don't need it, but he'd be the best player on the team. If we got Osaka today. He'll be the best player on our team. Probably the best player we've had since Sean Taylor, and that's sad. Best skill position player we've had since Sean Taylor. Easily, Austin Eckler would be easily wouldn't be a competition, bro. Maybe. I mean, that, There's an no, argument we made there. Marcus Stevenson, you would hire who? us. I don't know about that. I mean, you know, my ego says sure, but, you know. <laughs> nah, I don't want to uh, Todd Samuel believes that Russell, Russell Wilson's contract is too much. No, nah, he's going to be a free agent. They, they're going to probably put him on waivers after the, at the end of the season, and no one's going to pick him up. And then he's going to be able to keep that money that the Broncos offered him, and then whatever uh, he gets. I think Kirk Cousins said he's going for forty million a year, bro. He wants to play for two, three years, forty million a year is where he wants the contract to be. We have right now, right now, and I'm going to read this verbatim because I was looking it up. Right now, according to Sports Track, the Commanders have eighty-three point five million in cap space. If they right. cut Leno or restructure him with a post-June designation, they could save another twelve mil. A Logan Thomas cut would be six point five mil, and a Wiley cut would save roughly four million. That could be potentially one hundred and six million dollars in cap space. 
So, if, so to say Logan that someone is cut, that's a lie. If Logan Thomas is cut, we are going to go live just so we could just uh, console me. For, for, console for me. It'd be fantastic. Comment. Oh man, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll, I'll move on. He might, just, he might just take a restructure, man, because Logan Thomas is a starting caliber tight end. We don't have one of those yeah. without him. The other two tight ends, all these guys y'all wanted to think is going to be, oh, he's going to be good. They are terrible, bro. Bates can't catch work shit. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Bates make fantastic catches and drop easy ones. It's weird. Right. Ben Harlow says, uh, never trust Phil's ego. Look at that. <laughs> that goes back to Marcus saying he would hire ben, us. Ben showed up with a girl on, a, on his picture and everything this time. Look at him, dog. You must have gotten in trouble. I have to make a profile picture of your girlfriend. Must have got caught, <laughs> caught dipping, man. Yeah. But, uh, Ryan Elias agrees with Dev. Kirk is Kirk over Russell. Yeah. Uh, going back man. to that. It's just a doom, anyways. Douglas Paul Washington, you know, Denial says that. Um, Russell Wilson is a homeboy from DMV, so that helps the fan base. <coughs> Excuse me. And then any quarterback that is drafted in the second round can be brought in. No one denies he's professional, so it'd be a great hey, mentor. That's if he's willing to be a mentor. He ain't got to. He's going to be better than the white I, I don't think he's at that point in his career where he thinks he's going to be a mentor. Yeah, you're not old. I mean, he's kind of he's old in comparison. That's something you kind of do when you're on when you're on that back when you're on the back nine. Um. Be. Marcus says that Russ is bare minimum because Broncos is paying the majority of his contract. That's not true. Mm. Price, yes, hey, where's the joke? Yesterday's price is not today's price. No, you know what I'm saying? No, I mean, I, uh, Daniel says we are recalibrating with Jane Daniels. Pa- I don't pause for me to get over my shock that he said that. <laughs> Joey Bosa is going to be a uh, free – no, he's going into his last nah. season on his contract. Um, he ain't going nowhere. They'll, they'll let somebody else go for it. They'll let him go. Uh, Joey Bosa's got you know, a pretty decent-sized contract, too. You know, See, I'm all, about, I'm all about spending some money, but I don't want to just waste it. You know what I mean? That ain't a waste. <laughs> I, yeah. I would go – I go out there – I go out there uh, I bring old uh, Young back for about ten mil if I can get him between ten and twelve. Well, for for Cliff, market for, for, value lower than that at this point. For for Cliff Kingsbury, um, I went back and looked at his his best year in Arizona. All right, this is the best year they were eleven and six. Um, Kyler Murray had a great year. This was the twenty twenty one season, one year after the the whole COVID nonsense. They were eleventh in total points for eighth. In total yardage and rushing, they were seventh in attempts and tenth in total yardage and third in total touchdowns. Now, a lot of those are Kyler Murray for the rush for the rushes. So people are saying, Oh, the, he doesn't run a lot. <clears throat> There's a little bit of logic to that. Kyler, Kyler Murray, uh, from a rushing perspective, that year he rushed for um, where am I? He had 88 yard uh, rushing attempts. But the rest was James Conner and Chase Edmonds, 202 and 116. So I don't think Brian Robinson will be totally inept in a Cliff Kingsbury offense. And I only pulled it because James Conner had 15 touchdowns that year on the ground. So I I wanted to point that out that everyone's saying air raid offense, we're not going to run. It's strictly off rushing of the quarterback. It's really not. Oh, it's not. So it's really not. No, I was talking about that, that his offense is – is built in a different way. Um, 
Now, getting back to the comments here, uh, Mark Steelen says, and Dan Quinn speak, Washington is going to be spending big in free agency. We are going to add certain pieces. So a lot of pieces need to be added. You know, you can't spend it all on one guy. You know, it's, we got a lot of money, but we're trying to build something, build the foundation first. You can't build the whole house without the foundation first. Boom, 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 boom. Um, ben Harlow is excited to see what connections Adam Peters has in free agency. Josh Harrison's previous introductory press conference spoke highly of Adam in that department. He's got a lot of connections out there. And then Ryan was talking about Cliff Kingsbury. He says, life scares me. He hasn't proved himself. Um, Bill, or sorry, Johnny Brockman says, anytime you get a new quarterback, you're rebuilding. What if they go with Sam? Then it might really be a recalibration. That would be that would be so interesting. Right? Todd right? Samuels oh, is uh, glazing uh, Jaden Daniels some more. <laughs> Marcus Eaton says Kingsbury be more balanced. Probably he'd probably be a better head coach than offensive coordinator. I beg to differ. I think it's the opposite. Talking about I Kingsbury. think he's a better OC than an HC. I think, I think that's maybe what Marcus meant. Okay, I, I think so too. I think we'll so see. too. Yeah, I think. Then Harlow says he doesn't want Kyler Murray keeping Cam is keeping Sam is safer. Um, yeah, I, I, no, I think Kyler Murray would be a significant upgrade over Sam. Stop I mean, he's coming. One, he'll be one year fully removed. It would also be a lot more volatile. Yeah, like I think that. Uh, hell, I think Caleb is probably a little more of a would be more of a headache off the field than uh, Caleb. I think they're or Kyler. I think they're basically the same fucking guys. So, I mean, keep it real. Like attitude wise, they're probably the same guy. Yeah, you watched them. That's saying it might be the guy. That's what. That's the only thing that scares me about Caleb, man. Cause man, he's gonna say some shit that you probably should just keep in the locker room. I feel like. Then again, you know we've saying? seen quarterbacks who did that before, and none worked out. Always your Eli Mannings, and they turned out to be class dudes. Say what you want about That's Eli true. Manning, That's you true. know, with the dirt face and everything mm-hmm. else. He was a class dude for the Giants. Same with L.A. with the Broncos. You know, he said he ain't sitting on let the these bench kids have a chance for sure. Maybe you, know, you, you get something out of them, especially if what it is they don't want to play for the one team that has a better shot at getting him than you do. And they don't want to play for that team. I'll take it. It means that we're 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 still a preferred landing spot. Um, and I think Kingsbury helps with that. I think a lot of college quarterbacks know his reputation. They'll want to go play for him. So. Whoever we bring in or whoever we go with that's already on the roster, I think will benefit from being around Kingsbury. I think they'll want to play. Dev put in the comments that Washington can have $110 million in cap space if it releases Logan Tom- Thomas and um, Wiley, Leno and uh, Wy- Andrew Wiley. So maybe might see some moves like that. But it might be nothing else just to bring in who they want to be a starter. I think it would be a focus. Keep Howell and draft a true number one receiver in Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, that's, uh, yeah, Ben Harlow said that. And then also Bill Mulholland said, if you can't get Caleb, get Marvin Harrison Jr. That's my, that's my draft. That, uh, a certain Jaden Daniels. Glazer would tell you Malik Neighbors is a better receiver. Uh, he actually said that. So much. Not so much. 
because like one <laughs> one draft expert said that. So yeah. Well, it's because the stats, the stats for this year probably says it if you're just looking at stats. But the thing is, Ohio State three. blows wide. You don't even play in the fourth quarters. Three and there are so much. Most of the games, they just run. Ben yeah. Harlow so, said, bye, Leno. Yeah. Bye, Wiley. Yeah. See ya. And Bill Mulholland says that Logan Thomas has to go. Yep. I don't think I don't think Leno goes anywhere. I think he might restructure. Hopefully they ben get Harlow another, says another something that's a Ron Rivera right. move. Knowledge versus wisdom, and then you mentioned push a T. Yeah, because I said yesterday's price is today's price. That's a oh, oh, back gotcha. it's a, it's a quote. But that's still See, fat, Joe. That's that's what fat Joe. That's Fat Joe. Yeah, because that sounds I was like, that sounds like a fat Joe line. But uh would Kingsbury bring Kyler with him? Probably not. I don't think Kingsbury and Kyler had the best relationship. Ryan Elias, do you think Gibson is gone? Well, yeah, for sure. Quinn took his number. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, you you don't well, need to. You don't need number. to. Oh, yeah, you don't, yeah. yeah. Well, no, that, that's just the year of the coach. They, everyone's blowing up about that. It's it's every coach on every team gets the number of the year they sign. It's not it's not a personal thing. Well, by the way, Todd, Will Anderson Jr. might make all pro, bro, and that that <laughs> might actually fucking happen. Like <laughs> Will does. Anderson Jr. is tough. Talk about the defensive uh, tackle for the. Uh, Texans, he's he's. I think it was like a fourth or fifth round pick too, wasn't he? Will Anderson, Will Anderson Jr. Jr. takes on no. defensive rookie of the rounder, year. First rounder. Just imagine oh, the first rounder. 2024. Yeah. Texans had Man, two first tough. round picks. Let me, let's tough, back bro. up here. Who's going to be at defensive rookie of the year? And where are Is we it? picking them if we're picking Jaden Daniels at number two? Yeah. Well, we still got two no second third. round picks, bro. Um, we, are, we are over an hour. Let's 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 get to Joe so get to it and we'll get back and wrap these up. Yeah, yeah, because Sam Yam pointed out long episode. I guess yeah. Yam, they're always a lot longer than we intend. That's right. Um, Ra, uh, Shotguns wants to know who would I be drafting as of right now. If you ask me today, you guys are gonna hate me for saying this. I think right now it's Jaden Daniels. Regardless of this, is not Todd influence operations. I just I think after the after the Cliff Kingsbury hire and after the Brian Johnson hire, I think the signs are just pointing to that until something changes that that's just how i feel today whether i like it or not that's just what i think so that's just my personal opinion um so let's talk joe witt jr so joe witt jr guys he he's from auburn alabama he was he's our current defensive coordinator he never played the game he's been a coach he coached at auburn the citadel he coached at louisville he was the quarterbacks or cornerbacks coach at louisville dev from 03 to 06 he was db coach for the falcons packers quality control coach Packers cornerbacks coach, Packers defensive pass game coordinator, Browns secondary coach, Falcons secondary coach. So he has that Dan Quinn linkage, linkage, excuse me, uh, Cowboys secondary coach and pass game coordinator. So Dan Quinn brought him over and now he's defensive coordinator. Last year, the Cowboys, while they had the number one ranked offensive scoring, number five ranked defense in points for number five ranked defense in yards allowed. And for the passing game, they gave up the fifth, excuse me, they were number five in the league in yards allowed. They were number 10 in the league in touchdowns for. So that passing defense was pretty stout from the Cowboys. And we we saw this twice a year. So we 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 know this. So what do you guys think about Joe Witt Jr.? Uh, Phil, what do you think about Joe Witt? I think it's a solid sign. I like the fact that it's pretty much John, uh, that uh, Dan Quinn is bringing in who he knows and who he trusts 
to maintain the defensive philosophy that he wants to run so that he doesn't have to handle that business as much. Yeah. It's somebody he's worked with before. We know they had the chemistry. Dan Quinn is a defensive guy, but he's bringing in somebody that he can he can put that trust in. So I am cool with it. What about you, Dev? Going from a, a, a guy who's had an extensive coaching career, uh, many, many position coaches and, and, and pass game coordinator positions, and now he's a DC. What do you think about the Joe Witt, Joe Witt Jr. hire? And those in the chat, tell us what you think about Joe Witt Jr. I like Joe Witt. Um, I'm wondering, it seems like the def- it's a defensive version of, of Eric Bieniemy. Seems like a guy who has always been behind a very elite defensive play caller that kind of maybe was helping out with the defense a lot, but not making the calls, finally getting his chance to make some calls. And Dan Quinn even said he ain't making the calls. So he basically is uh, the enemy in defense. It's basically the same guy. Man, that's yeah, quite- why, why is he there? He's not making any calls. Why is he there? I I, I don't know. Do you, do you, I, be honest, you, don't, you don't think you could be a defense coordinator on the Washington Commanders, if Dan Quinn's making all the calls, Dan said he he's doing? not going to be calling plays. He's his job yeah, is to bring it all really together. Say that? Is that what he said? I thought he said he was. Phil, isn't that not what he said? He said he's trying to bring I it all. I thought he together. said he's going to be calling the plays. No, he said he's not calling plays. No, he's, he's trying not. to bring why it. The fuck do we hire, why do we hire him then? Because he's a leader of men and he has a defensive mindset, but he does not going to mean he's going to call the defensive. No, he actually explicitly said. I mean, he's going to be he's. He's overseeing. There's a structure to this, but he's delegating play calling responsibilities to the coordinators, which is how it should be. My opinion. I'm with you, Phil. I think that's how it should be, too. So I don't know. Um, Todd says, I like Joe Witt. Excited about the hire dominating the cowgirls. Yeah. Ben says, Joe Witt will listen to Dan Quinn. What is a prominent role on the commanders for an OC? Brian Johnson. I think he's a pass game coordinator, man. Let's we're gonna roll right him into here in, in, in a second. Um, yes, yeah, Dev. Ben said he won't be calling plays, but he'll listen to Dan Quinn. I did not hear Dan Quinn say he was gonna call the defense. Man, I thought when they asked him, when they asked him, I thought he said I'm gonna be calling plays. But like yeah. I said, I no, I'm high a lot, so I mean I don't I don't think I don't, I've been thinking the whole time he's gonna be calling plays. I could be wrong. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah. Doesn't really matter. Marcus says he's aggressive defense, helped call defense at Louisville with Charlie Strong and Vince Bedford. Do those names ring a bell to you, Dev? Because they don't ring a bell to Absolutely. me. Absolutely. He used to be a Louisville uh, defensive guy. He used to be yeah. one of the defensive coaches at Louisville. Charlie Strong uh, was a coach. I, I actually really missed Charlie Strong when he left. Um, yeah. I kind of regularly remember Vince Bedford. But yeah. Charlie Strong, I do remember. And I do remember Witt when he was there. I actually went to a lot of games uh, when they were their coaches, man. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, yeah we'll see for- <laughs> of course, if they bring in Daniels, I'll, pr- I'll personally drop to Ashburn and take him and Forbes on a two hour. All y'all can eat buffet tour. Let me map out the Golden Corrals in such a region. Hey, we have Golden Corral in Japan, bro. He's coming back to the states, man. Yeah, it's coming back. Yeah, you better, you better get over back. here before you better get over here before they have the border uh yeah. boat going on. So, so Dev, Todd Samuels <laughs> on the same page as you. Bring in Patrick yeah. Queen from Baltimore, former Max. LSU Tiger, not for the Tiger Max, purposes. Go get, go get, uh, go get the Allen kid, the defensive end too from uh, Buffalo, where he's at. Bring him down here too. 
Like, Josh Allen. Josh Allen? The defensive end. The defensive end. His name is Josh Allen also, right? I think it is. Isn't defensive end from Buffalo? Brian, Brian Burns is another good guy, too. Maybe that's Brian. what I'm talking about. Yeah. But Brian Burns, bring him down, too, man. Ben's uh, ready to yeah, discuss I, Ben Johnson. So let's discuss Ben Johnson. Brian Johnson, excuse me. Um, Brian Johnson is originally from uh, Barrett Station, Texas. He coached at uh, Utah as the quarterbacks coach in 10 to 11, offensive coordinator in Utah 12 13, Mississippi State quarterbacks coach 14 to 16, Houston, uh, University of Houston offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach, University of Florida quarterbacks coach 18 19, Florida, University of Florida offensive coordinator, Eagles quarterback coach for Jalen Hurts 21 to 22. And then he got promoted to offensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles in 2020. Three, so that's that's kind of what people are keying on. They're keying on the the last season that the Eagles played, where Jalen had highs, he had lows. A lot of people are focused on that. Jalen Hurts finished, excuse me, uh, finished that season with um, thirty two for five thirty eight, sixty four, sixty five point four percent, thirty eight fifty eight. Sam Howell had more yards, twenty three touchdowns. Sam Howell had more touchdowns, fifteen interceptions. Sam Howell had more interceptions. <laughs> Uh, but you see where I'm going with this. And then in the rushing game, uh, Jalen Hurts was uh, 157 attempts for 605 yards, 15 touchdowns, as you all Which know. Which makes me also think you could buy Cliff Kingsbury with Brian Johnson. And that's, I'm with you, Phil. All the writing on the wall sounds like Jaden Dennis. It sounds like they need a fast-ass quarterback, but, you know, 185 pounds may not be <laughs> – yeah. like I'm, I'm right now, right now, if, if you were to say – who they drafted just because of, of the weird things going on with this pick. I'm saying Caleb Williams. You're, I don't think you're wrong, Phil. I do not. Yeah, think I, you're wrong. I, I think it might happen. And, and, shit, man. I, I'm so much torn. smoke right now. So much. I wonder, I wonder if I'm going to just be mad because I don't want to give up two first round, second round picks. That are oh, I'm not saying. I'm just saying that the Bears. Chicago just, drafts. Drafts Drake May, man. There's people talking about Chicago going to draft Drake May. And what you don't hear is Chicago talking about drafting Jaden Daniels. I have not seen that anywhere. I think, I think Drake May I think Drake May is going to be a commander, bro. That's not what I want. But I, I th- and, I, and I think he's good. I think Drake May is good. I'm not – I'm not. no disrespect to Drake May. I just think that Daniels and Caleb Silva is higher. Now, I do think his – I think that May's floor is higher. You know, yeah. I think that he can't. I think if if all of them are bums, I think he'll be the least bummy one. The least, you know the, le- the least bummy. I think, I think he'll be the least bummy if they all bu- if they all are bums. Man, I think that his worst case scenario, I think that he is a Levis from Tennessee Titans. Worst yeah. case scenario, worst case scenario, he's he's the guy we already have. You know what I'm saying? He's a bigger version of, you know, how worst case scenario. Let, let me share this that? with you guys. Th- th- this was a panel on the Pat McAfee show. Okay. Now listen to what they have to say about, this is about Drake May. I forget who this guy in the middle is right here. Or my that guy's Muller just pristine though. On the second it's one very right. good. But this is about Drake is May. That, so is that the neighbor on the, is that the neighbor on married with children all on the right? You mean uh, Bud, Bundy? Bud Bundy? The one before Jefferson. No, no I know you're talking the about. With before Jefferson. Who, the guy on the Marcy's right? Marcy's husband. Yeah, yeah, before Marcy's the, 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 no. first husband. I know he looks like him. Jefferson. Yeah, looked at him from a distance. Give me, give me some thought on his personality. Love him. Love okay. him would be a guy. I think guys around. So this guy played played around a golf with Drake May. I don't know what that means, but just listen in. Probably around uh, loves, you know, loves ball. Not really caught up in a lot of the other 
you know, won't be high maintenance. You know, not to say that, you know, the other guys are or will be, but um, awesome. awesome Big dude. Awesome he said number one. Big. He said number one overall pick. He said takes him number one. Now, I don't know how you guys feel in the media about Caleb Williams. You've probably seen him play more than I have. Uh, but after spending that time with him, once again, the build, obviously he has a skill set. The personality traits, I think, yeah. when you're coming into a because when you come into a locker room as a top three pick, which we assume he'll be, a lot of things are going to be handed to him. You're going to be the quarterback of the team. You're going to have to be in that leadership role. Um, so I just think kind of like those things, I think he fits that bill. When teams sit down with him and the, the people around him as well, his family is, is. So that's what you were talking about, Phil and, and Dev. That there's a lot more offseason football contact to go when they're in the combine, the interviews. Who knows what the order is going to be? Like, right. Kaylee Williams could bomb these interviews, or, or Jane Dan. Hey, going and say, "Fuck the Bears, I'm not going." He could. He play. could pull an Eli. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah let's Eli, get this yeah. Out. His representation. I think they'll fall in love with him. I've said for months now, don't lock Caleb in at number one. Ooh. I just you hear that? You hear Dan Orlowski? Don't lock Caleb Williams in at number one. Woo. I honestly believe that because as talented as Caleb is, I think there's stuff that teams are going to be you know, like diving into to figure out. I called some of Drake's games in college. Mm-hmm. He's Big Ben to me. Like he is, oh, and he's 6'5", wow. big, big boy. 225, big, 230 now. Would y'all be happy with a Ben, Big Ben? Yeah, I, like, I, like I said, Washington? man, that's, that's still a good quarterback. Big Ben was noble. Until, until he started getting injuries, Big Ben was surprisingly mobile. So and, that was, like, and you couldn't bring him down. I, I remember when Big Ben was black when he was in college and they drafted his ass. Hey, go, y'all, somebody go find a picture of Big Ben when he got drafted. That nigga had a fade like uh like Kelsey, bro. He had a chain on and shit. I mean, no lie. All of a sudden, somebody went up to him and said, hey, man, we're in Pittsburgh. You want to sell some seats? Yeah. Yeah. I prove you white. That's true. <laughs> something happened, man. Something happened. He ended up allegedly <laughs> raping chicks and everything after that. I don't I mean, know what happened. Grape, grape. You said grape, grape, grape. And still, you can tell he'll be. He can put on twenty yeah, pounds yeah, exactly, easily. Yeah. He's a like like one of those athletes. When you watch him move, you're just like he's a little bit not refined. He's sloppy mechanically at times, um, but he is a freak. Is that good or thing, bad though? Is that good because you can take him and? But yeah, I mean, I think that's always good because you can't you can't teach the stuff that Big Ben had. You can't teach the stuff that Josh has. You can always get guys mechanically to be more so, consistent. So but can CJ, you know, can CJ you know. Patrick Mahomes, all, all these, like he's Drake May, I believe, great basketball player as yeah. well. I think baseball player yeah. as well. So like all the off script plays, I think he can also make, which Caleb is what everybody's yeah. yep. kind of putting over so much. It's like this dude's six foot five, 235 pounds. And once you see like his, his family, his brothers yeah. are all massive. Out- all right, we're not going to talk about Drake May anymore, but I just wanted to show you that that's what they were talking about when they were talking about uh, uh, old old Drake May. Um, so he had a, he had a very high high readout from the committee on the Pat McAfee show. So don't they said don't be surprised. Nope, don't lock in Caleb Williams at the first round first for uh, first traffic. So food for thought. All right. With all that being said, we talked about we so we watched the Dan Quinn presser. We talked. We heard him talk about Cliff Kingsbury. We heard him talk about Joe Witt Jr. Um, and they just hired Brian Johnson, the former uh, offensive coordinator from the Philadelphia Eagles, who mentored Jalen Hurts as the uh, quarterbacks coach, and then the offensive coordinator last year. It took a little bit of step back, but with that being said, we 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 talked about this last week. I, I kind of gave my prediction earlier. Um, I think with all this adding up that it, it leads towards Jaden Daniels. That's just what I think right now. What I want to know from people in the chat, um, Todd Samuels, I already know what you think. 
Nothing's going to change your mind. <laughs> um, with all these things we've seen since last Thursday, we had our live stream. Who do you think as of right now on February uh, 8th, uh, 2024, the commanders will draft with the second overall pick? Uh, Phil, uh, for those in the, the chat, put it in the chat. Phil, let's go to you first. Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams. So how, how, how do you think we'll get to Caleb? I think either the Bears say, F it, we'll go Drake May. Yeah. Or the Bears say, F it, you don't, you know, the next best player on our board is Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. There's a point where the Bears just say, F it. <laughs> and I think that's that point is rapidly approaching. So because of that, I think it's, I think Caleb Williams. That's fair. I want to tell you who I would. I haven't decided yet who my primary pick at number two is, but how I think it would play out. I just see it. Caleb Williams somehow, his yeah. insistence that he does not want to go to the Bears, and Bears can't don't want way more for uh, that pick. And a lot of teams probably look at the fact that, well, if we don't get Caleb, we can get Jaden, or we can get you know whoever. So I see it somehow happening. We get Caleb Williams. Okay, fair. Hey, I'm down. Dev, who you got? Oh, man, I'm say it too. I, 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 it's not who I want. That's why I think it, it's logically. I just, I just think when, the, when it, in the underwear Olympics, man, that's going to be coming up in the next month or so, man, he's going to look so good, man, because he's got a stronger arm than most of these guys. He's going to be way bigger. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, and he, you know, I think that's going to be hard to overlook. But I also, I also think Jane Daniels is going to show his ass, man, because he's going to run a forty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's also six four. I think Jane Daniels is like six four. Yeah, but yeah. like two ten. He's not the ten. He's one hundred eighty-five pounds. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson was one hundred eighty-five pounds, bro. Yeah, not no more. Robert Griffin was two ten. Yeah, but don't make me show that clip again. Two ten is way bigger than one eighty-five. This nigga's one eighty-five, bro. Daniels is one eighty-five. He ain't two ten. That's a lot. Of if Daniels was one eighty-five. He should go out and try to play shooting guard. Well, he plays, he's 185. Lamar Jackson was 185. Lamar Jackson's also 6'2", not 6'4". But I agree. You're 6'4". You're a big target. You need to be built to take this hit. I hope if we stay at 2, I hope it's Marvin Harrison, bro. All right. I mean, he's the best player in the track. We haven't. There's no one on our team you're scared of, bro. There's no time you turn on watching this game. Like, we've had team like, Giants, for example, right? Giants, we're we're better team than them every every year for the last three, four, two or three years. We've been better than the Giants. They, they beat the us every time. They, they beat us every time yeah. because they have a better player. Like there's yeah. no one on the team better than Saquon Barkley, y'all. There's no yeah. one on our team better than Thibodeau or whatever his name is. There's nobody on our team better than a tight end when he's healthy. There's no one yeah. on our team. There's probably nobody on our team better than than than, than Danny Dimes, which is sad yeah. as fuck. It is. Santo Buzanka, you're a regular. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that stream your link at the top of this post, man, so we can see your name. Um, 
for those who were asking, who do you want? Based on all we talked about tonight, the the, the staff they formulated, the defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, uh, now the pass game coordinator. Who are we going to draft? Todd Samuel, Jaden Daniels. We we kind of knew that. <laughs> ben Harlow, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. Ben Harlow thinks they're going to go with Marvin Harrison Jr. at two and keep Sam. That's that's Ben's stance. Uh, Yam I don't is think they keep Sam, but I think they might go with JJ. M- that's H-J. what Ben thinks. I don't think they keep uh, Sam. Do it though. Yeah, Yam's going Caleb, so he's going with Phil's route. Ryan Elias, he's with me. Saying Jaden Daniels. Uh, Tia says Sam Halloway just to bite Todd Samuel. You know what, Tia? Keep up the good fight. Don't don't give that fight. Man. I'm You're afraid that if you don't, if you don't, if I'm afraid that if you don't, if you go pick Drake May, are you really that um, convinced that he'll beat out house rookie year? We don't know. Maybe not. Maybe he's not ready. Uh, who knows? I don't know. Like that's a, I, if you look at these top three, four, five quarterbacks, outside height, outside height, coming out, what do they do better than how? I mean, just keep it real, like, yeah, like, yeah. and and and, I, and I'm not saying that Hal would be drafted in the top five. But I think Hal might go in the first round if he saw his arm. Yeah, and saw well, even did. even Dan Orlovsky on that clip I just showed, if we had continued to watch it, he said, you know, Drake May has some great intent, like, you know, the six four, two thirty, whatever his his, his white. He has sloppy footwork. He needs work, and he needs footwork. Um, and he 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 needs he needs um he's he needs some refinement. So you you might be onto something, Dev. I, yeah, I, I don't think you. Start, I don't think Drake may start right away. That's that's another concern yeah. I have. One one UNC quarterback hands off to the to the next UNC quarterback. Uh, following years, uh, passing torch. Uh, Deluxe says, uh, uh, I think he meant Caleb, Caden May. I don't know. I think he meant Caleb May. Caleb then May. But uh, Marcus says we should draft a. We could draft a quarterback, but I wouldn't surpri- be surprised if we trade back. Twice in the draft, six of eight stars on San Francisco 49ers were drafted in the second to seventh round. Yeah. Uh, Ben's trying to make they the also, They also got, they also got a first-round pick running the ball. They got a first-round pick at defensive end, a high pick. They got another first-round pick in the in the linebacker. They got another high pick at safety. Come on, man. We're just picking on – we're just picking points we like. But they got a lot of guys who were drafted in the top five or ten on that team. In fact, they had drafted a quarterback. They traded up two first-rounds for and he was a bust. So yeah. they, they are always drafting people in the very top of the draft, man, or trading up to get them. They just fucking suck at it. Ben Harlow <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dev, we have zero number one players. That's right. That's not anybody. That's right? nobody, that's like nobody outside. <laughs> that's nobody on this team outside Washington fans that want to wear anybody on this team's jersey, bro. Yam. Yam and Todd Samuel on the same page. He likes neighbors more than Marvin Harrison Jr. He loves Marvin Harrison Jr., but if you can get neighbors later, that's the case. Otherwise, we need to go quarterback. Wow. Well, no, nah, man. Look, man, I don't really want a receiver, dog. I just think the MJ, MJ is so good. You got to take him at two. We don't need to pick a receiver in the first round at all. That's stupid. To be yeah, honest. He's, but dude, MJ he's, is he's good. Megatron 2.0. He's going to be it. Megatron. Yeah, you got to take If that guy's there, he's, he's, a, he's a difference maker, man. Yeah. Uh, Ryan says, perfect would be Marvin Harrison at two and use our sec- two second rounds to get Penix or McCarthy. McCarthy's trash, bro. Todd said Caleb will measure out shorter than Sam Howell. He had yeah, better, I he think had so too. I've been, I've been saying it, man. I've been saying it, man. He don't have a big, he don't have a stronger arm than Hal. Yeah, he couldn't read defenses a bit as Hal. Ryan says, Hey, how, how, about, how live is this thread? Let's go to the shots per usual. Yes, got some Elijah Craig going. Got some Elijah yeah, Craig I got going. Some fireball, big dog. I've been uh, fireball the whole crown, episode. some apple crown, sipping on some apple crown as well. Um, 
Are you want me to be the holder of the of the financial funds? I'm not I'm not betting anything. There's so what's many the, things. What's the bet? They bet 50 bucks on uh, on Daniels. Oh, I'm not I'm not sure. Um Deluxe said he spelled wrong on purpose. We'll partially be right with Caden and May. Okay, so he's Deluxe is hedge betting. That's what he's doing. Let's he's let's, let's make this official. Let's make this official. Fuck this shit. Let's make what? this official right now. What on draft day. Yeah, who is it? Uh, Ben Harlan? Who is the guy fucking with Harlan? I don't. I don't uh, know. Is going to be on I, here on draft day. Y'all going to be. Uh, we're inviting y'all video on draft night. Todd's going to be night, with y'all us. Come on. Todd. Todd said he would uh, join us on draft night, so we got Todd. Todd sure. joined us draft night. Ben Harlan, you're welcome on the show on draft night. We're gonna have you on video, bro, and we want y'all to go on the first two picks and see what happens. Yeah. Hey, stop. And I think that since we'll probably be taking reaction for most yes. of the night after that, hey, we'll bring ben, other people on. Let's let's wait till we get closer to make this bet. Let's let's wait till everything is out. Let's do it a week before the draft. That's what I I, I think we should down, do. Just stand on business, bro. Dude, what if someone tears their ACL at their pro day? Come on, like like Nigga, that's why it's called a gamble. <laughs> that's why I'm not going to bet, but I understand what you're trying to say. <laughs> ben says if yeah, he tries, yeah. uh, cut him off. But ain't, I, no I crying in, ain't no crying in NFL, man. Ain't no crying in baseball. All right, All right. Chicken wings, chicken, <laughs> chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dog and bologna. All right, good stuff tonight, everybody. We went, we went about an hour and a half, uh, which is about usual runtime. I got my oh, cash out. I'm gonna put down here for Black History Month. If y'all want to make any reparation donations. <laughs> For the uh, enslavement of my people 500 years ago. The, the, the uh That's only, that's only about government. six dead. That's only about five or six dead grandmas ago. It ain't that long ago, bro. It's only, it only about four grandmas ago that my family speak cotton. My grandma never had a grandma. You know what I'm saying? I want oh, my reparations. Come I will take now. weed payments. If y'all want to put it into my weed fund... Uh, hey, we, we want to thank everyone who tuned in tonight. Hey, the chat was live once again. Uh, we, 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 we explored Dan Quinn's presser. We talked about some Cliff. We talked about some Joe Witt. Talked about some Brian Johnson. And we talked about what does that all mean for a draft pick? It's a little too early, but we all have our favorites um, of who we might get. There's so much, so much more to happen. We still got to identify more um, offensive and defensive staff. So it's coming. Uh, but real quick before we close out, who how do who do y'all like in the Super Bowl? I I like I, you know what I'm not betting against Mahomes, so I like oh, the Chiefs this weekend. I want to see Niners. Niners. Get one, man. Niners. I get one. So Dev's going Niners. Phil's going Niners. You know what? You know what? Since we don't have a, a Commanders game to bet on, let's just go ahead and, and mark these uh, picks here. If you're in the chat, <laughs> while you're still with us, if you get um, yeah, if you can get the game and the score, you'll get. <sighs> okay, well, you know what? Let's do this. Rookie card. Thirty-one twenty-four Chiefs. That's what I'm going. I'm going thirty-one twenty-four Chiefs. I don't even know the spread. I really don't even know the spread. Someone, someone we'll in the chat, right now. someone, someone, pull up the the spread in the over under. Devin, Phil, you guys got score predictions? Uh, anyone else in the chat? Give us a score prediction. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you right now. I'm going to go. Um, what was last year's Super Bowl? It was 37, 34, right? Fuck if I know. I have no idea. No idea. That's. I'm going, I'm uh, going, spread I'm is Niners, Niners two and a half. Uh, Niners by two. Niners by two. 
Vegas, no, Vegas is no dummies. and a half. Vegas knows exactly what they're doing. What's the spread? What's the over/under, Phil? Forty-seven and a half. Forty-seven and a half. I went fifty. I went. 50. I'm going to go. I'm going to go twenty-seven, twenty-four Niners. Twenty-seven, twenty-four, twenty-eight What did you say, Dev? Twenty-seven, twenty-eight Niners. 27 29ers. Okay, we got Todd Samuel saying 35 to 17 Chiefs. That's kind of a blowout. <laughs> Who do we got at halftime? We got Usher at halftime. If I'm mistaken, Usher. Usher Watch going live. Hey, that's like a bet on the first song. I bet it's uh My Way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. no. He'll start off with like OMG and piss me off. Saturday night on the top, I'm on the cruising the streets. Or and, and you know he's gonna plug some new stuff. That, he must have an album coming out. We got Tia with 3124 at the Niners. We got he's gonna he's gonna put out he's gonna start with OMG because it's gonna start with oh 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 my god and I hate that song and I'm gonna be pissed off the rest of the time. He'll break out yeah. He'll break out my way, and I won't even be happy about it. And then songs we've never heard before, because artists don't go on there unless they got an album coming out. So he's, I don't know. Did they did, did uh, that whole West Coast deal? Did they break out anything new? I mean, that was just that was just generational. You never had that's still to me generational. One yeah, but no, to get all those people on in, in one set. I mean, I don't know. Ryan's got twenty seven seventeen Chiefs. Uh, we had Ben at 35-24 Chiefs. Um, Deluxe has 27-24 uh, Niners. Uh, I think I got everyone's score. So we got a mix. 27-24 Niners. That was my pick. That's okay. We got two. Uh, so far, we got one. Two, I'll take the win. Deluxe, you'll get the card. Three for the Chiefs. And then one, two, three, four, five for the Niners. So we're command this podcast chat. The chat's going Niners. We are going Niners as, as a collective group. So, chat. I think we just don't. And it's funny because I don't have the it's the Chiefs to become the new villains. And I don't feel that way. The Chiefs have always had a soft spot in my heart. You know, since the Schottenheimer days, since Dave Craig and Steve <laughs> DeBerg were their quarterback. But... Todd Samuel just gave me my worst nightmare. Put right. a ring on it. Kelsey puts a ring on Taylor Swift and Andy retired. You should marry Taylor Swift. She's a billionaire, son. I don't care if she's a flat booty or not. No prenup. No yeah, prenup. That, that, those AI picks were definitely giving her a lot more credit. Than what uh, Ryan, Ryan, I, I want to show your she comment. Might, she might, might. I don't know if I should show your comment. I want to show your comment. <laughs> we're 90 <laughs> minutes here. <laughs> Come on now. Do you show Ryan Lice's comment? Taylor, a Kelsey bangs Taylor on his podcast. There you go. Right in front of Jason. Hey, yeah, Christian Akoy, my favorite player of all time in the NFL is Christian Akoy, the Nigerian nightmare number 35 on the Chiefs. My favorite player of all time. Love that dude. Love that dude, man. Christian Akoy, my favorite player of all time. Not even a not even a Redskin. Isn't that crazy? Um, all right. Christian Akoy, dude. We were really long, guys. Um, we're going to close this one out. We thank you again uh, for this live stream. Um, we appreciate everything. Uh, please stay tuned. We got some big plans coming up for the offseason. Not going to reveal them just yet, but they will roll into probably the first week of the season. Um, 
got some cooking in the oven but we'll we'll we'll, we'll probably um after the draft we'll probably um talk with that about you guys and and uh give you guys a little bit opportunity uh to do some cool things uh come opening day well uh, with with us uh, at fedex field got something cooking in the in the oven so uh please like and subscribe to the youtube page remember this podcast is available on audio po- uh, all of your audio podcast platforms so um please tune in phil you got something before we close out I was just going to say, if you haven't checked out the vlog I posted uh, Monday, hey, ma'am. there I went it is. did a, uh, a private tour of FedEx Field. Um, a lot of pictures of your boy flexing in front of stuff that you don't have access to. Boom. There it is. It's called Flexing at FedEx. So please go check it out. Um, we haven't done uh, such a that good of a job promoting it, uh, but don't worry. Please go check it out. Phil gave me some really good insight. Um, into the locker rooms, some of the some of the rehab areas, the, the stadium itself, um, some of the I got dining areas, buddy. So pretty pretty cool stuff, if you ask me. Personally. I got to stand with where Magic Johnson stands. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, love Glenn. it, love it, love it. We are we are getting <laughs> out of here. Um, thank you for tuning in. Um, like I said, this chat is live because of you all. And uh, tell your mother, tell your father, tell your sister, brother, friend. Hey, spread the word, man. We, we love having everyone. So um, love you guys. Uh, tune in next Thursday after the Super Bowl. It should be fun stuff. All right. Uh, as always, any last words? No last words? That barbershop that's playing us. Let's go. Right now. As always, peace. Wait, wait, wait. What is someone's what? birthday on here? What? What is someone's birthday like this week? We didn't... I don't know. It was my wife's birthday. Shout out to my wife. Her That's birthday what it was. was. Yeah. Shout I out to my wife. Hey, y'all heard me, Miss Liam. I tried to give him a. <laughs> I gave him out of you, bro. I gave him out of Dev, you. Dev gave me the you, but I, I missed it. You, Dev gave me the you, but I missed it. Yeah, shout you out to my wife. You tried to dunk it, but you got the tip in. Shout out to my happy beautiful, birthday. beautiful, happy, lovely happy wife, Gary. If we don't yes. see y'all then, uh, we're going to be yeah. on before Valentine's Day, right? Yeah, we'll so be back on Valentine's Day. Yeah, straight up. All right, guys. We love you guys. Peace and hail. We out. We'll be right back.